Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. It is Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford, radio host, 2A instructor, First Amendment attorney at law, and damn fine American guy. How are you? I'm great, man. And thanks as always to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. So we were talking a little bit earlier in the show about the violent weekend here in Indianapolis. Four people killed since Friday. And even though it's been cold and the weather's been a little rainy, we're already on a record pace for homicides this year in Marion County. While we were having that conversation, somebody reached out to you. Yeah, and and obviously I'm not going to use the person's name, but I really, really respect and appreciate that they reached out to me. And this is someone who's directly involved and has been uh, in the Marion County uh, criminal justice system and law enforcement. And they they sent me a, a, a very... I think impactful message, and I think people need to understand this. I'm sure he wouldn't mind me sharing it anonymously. Uh, but one, on the topic of keeping criminals in jail, they built the new jail with fewer beds than the old jail. So that big new jail that they built where there was questions about who was supposed to transport people early on with the sheriff's yeah. office and the IMPD, that's the building we're talking about. Yeah, they built a new jail with fewer beds than the old jail, WTF, question mark. Um, I yelled about it, but nobody listened. They hold people behind on child support, but let violent criminals out. And this kind of goes back to the conversation we had of, I think a lot of people in Marion County would be willing to trade out folks who aren't violent to lock up folks who are extremely violent. Absolutely. And keep them there. Absolutely. On GPS monitoring, and we've heard this fact um, and discussed it uh, with Rick Snyder as well from the FOP, but GPS monitoring. Indianapolis has the most people on GPS monitoring in the country, not the most per capita, the most. So look at the size of cities like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago. Indianapolis has more people on GPS bracelets total not per capita total then la let that Think sink about in. that and then uh lastly on getting citizens to help uh when uh when impd or mary county sheriff was having neighborhood meetings um the people attending were often che- were often checking each other out to decide who was there and whether it was safe to talk because the criminals attend those meetings too so they can both give false leads and determine who is helping law enforcement. Oh wow. Isn't that fascinating? So the criminals were showing up to these town hall meetings trying to find out what neighbors were talking and then they would give false leads so that would 
you know, keep them in the clear. And keep a list of who's in there with a legitimate interest in trying to help law enforcement find the bad guys. You got bad guys attending the meetings. I think that's fascinating. Wow. And again, this is somebody that wishes to remain anonymous, but in the know of what's going on in terms of criminal justice here in Marion County. Yeah, it's a friend of mine, and, and he, he was uh, impacted by our discussion and, and the revolving door of the criminal justice system and wanted to give us that insight. And I, I respect that very much. as a friend of mine, and uh, I respect his input. So, Guy, I want to get your thoughts on something that happened in Beach Grove over the weekend. So the Beach Grove Police Department, they have the cameras embedded with them because they're part of the On Patrol Live uh, television show. Mm -hmm. It's on the Reels channel. Uh, Dan Abrams is the host of it. And Beach Grove Police Department, they have cameras following them around. On Saturday night, I believe it was Saturday night, there was a live camera crew there to respond to a toddler with a firearm and it was there were you know bullets in the firearm it wasn't like cocked he was pulling the trigger nothing was happening right. but this toddler has a firearm some little boy in diapers and he's pointing it at his head he's pointing it all around he's pulling the trigger yes this is a story that's now starting to go viral the father who was inside, uh, has been arrested. I just want to get your thoughts on it here because it feels like there's a lot to unpack. Well, there is. And and first of all, let me say I'm totally okay with this knucklehead getting arrested. I mean, the fact that for, his, his toddler's wandering around, you know, uh, outside on, on his own, the door outside anyway of the apartment yeah. is enough of an issue. But dramatically worse is this guy allowed access, uh, for this little kid, a toddler, uh, to a loaded firearm? I see, I, I'm not okay. You know, I'm a two-way advocate. You know, I defend gun owners, but I got to tell you, I am hard, uh, harsh on irresponsible gun owners, and this is incredibly irresponsible. You know, the definition of felony neglect is where you place a, a, a child under your care in a, in a situation that places them in danger. Right in, in in immediate danger. What more could place a, a toddler in danger than allowing them access to a loaded firearm? And and you're right. This is a gun, according to police, that had a loaded magazine in it. It just hadn't had the the the, um, the slide rack so that there was a round in the chamber. That's why it wasn't going off when he pulled the trigger. A different kind of gun. A gun uh, that either was loaded with a round in the chamber, a, a revolver that where if you pull the trigger, it goes boom no matter what. Any number of other things uh, could have led to an incredible, incredible tragedy, including this kid shooting himself. Because as you said, reports were he pointed it at his own face and pulled the trigger. He was pointing it at other people, including police officers. Right. He was playing with it like a toy. He was playing. Like he doesn't like know any better. He thinks uh, it's a toy. I'm. Uh, you know, I I spend my life protecting Second Amendment rights and defending gun owners, uh, but I am okay with this guy uh, being investigated and prosecuted and potentially going to jail because first of all that puts all gun owners in a bad light secondly it's going to inspire legislators i'll guarantee it because we see these bills every year i say oh we need a law guys should go to jail if guys you know 17 year old granddaughter is over at at his house who, who could uh, a young lady who could teach gun safety classes who's Great with a firearm herself, uh, but because she's under eighteen, if I have a if I have a gun on my nightstand while she's somewhere in at my house, I should go to jail under a so-called safe storage law. Well, that's obviously ridiculous. Uh, but some legislator out there is watching this toddler on this video walk around um, with a loaded gun, going, "Aha! There needs to be a law 
and they're going to pass a law, they're going to try to pass a law that's going to penalize responsible gun owners and treat us all like this knucklehead who allowed a toddler to have access to a loaded firearm. We kind of hear the same argument with police officers. Police officers hate a dirty cop more than anybody. Absolutely. Because it makes the rest of them look bad. They get lumped into that category, the big same category. Gun owners are the same way. When they see a moron like this, it ticks them off because now they get lumped into the same category of, oh, you're just some reckless two-way barbarian. Exactly. No. There's a lot of people that are responsible, but then you have idiots like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I've seen neglect cases and I've seen um, either crim- even criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon cases where a parent did nothing wrong. I mean, there are situations where uh, a, a preteen, for instance, finds the key to the gun safe and gets into the gun safe. Dad had hidden the key. The guns were locked up, which, by the way, was also the situation in the Noblesville Middle School shooting, which still led to legislation being filed going, oh, we got to we got to punish these uh, these parents who, who, who allow access to guns. There are times when kids, you know, defeat all your best efforts to lock up a gun because kids do. I mean, hell, I, I knew what I was getting for Christmas every year for 12, 15 years because I knew exactly where mom hid the Christmas presents. Well, kids find stuff. It's a matter of being responsible. Um, and, and, and in some situations, people get prosecuted when they shouldn't. But when someone's grossly irresponsible like this and truly endangers a child and others, because this kid's waving a gun around, pulling the trigger, hey, uh, let, let, let's let the criminal justice system play out on this guy. It's Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. So the ATF, they are all in on pistol braces. So the ATF, uh, we were talking during the commercial break, they want to make it look like they're the friend of the uh, responsible gun owner. Uh, They're going to some convention where they want to be buddy-buddy with everybody. But at the same time, Tell me what this pistol brace controversy is. Yeah, you know, for people unfamiliar, it probably doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's a huge deal. And I've seen estimates that Gun Owners of America put out a statistic that there are somewhere between 30 and 40 million of these pistol braces out there that are people are using. What is a pistol brace? And, and, and let's explain that. A, a brace is something that, first of all, that, that for a long time there have been, there have been rifle caliber pistols out there. Um, where uh, you can have an AR that doesn't have a shoulder stock on it, so it's not a rifle. Therefore, it doesn't have to be registered as a short-barreled rifle under the National Firearms Act, even though it's got a shorter barrel. Same with um, uh, shotguns. A brace is something that is designed to attach to a gun where the shoulder stock would ordinarily attach, but it's designed to fit over the forearm of someone, mainly disabled shooters is why they were designed, so that they can more easily shoot that gun one-handed. Gives them an easier, steadier shot. Yes, so they can still still shoot it as a pistol one-handed, but it gives them some support. ATF reviewed these all the way back. Uh, some time ago, 2014, I believe, looked at these and said, 2015, and said, these are legal. They're okay. They, they don't make a gun, a short-barreled rifle that has to be registered with the government like a machine gun. Okay, They specifically said they were legal. They reviewed them. They reported this to the manufacturers who were wanting to make them and said, yep, you're good to go. People bought a lot of them because it means you don't have to go through all the bureaucratic red tape to register something as a short-barreled rifle. So with some number of million, and I've seen, again, estimates all the way down at 3 million, all the way up to 40 million, a ton of these exist out there. You go to a a gun range and somebody's shooting an AR next to you, chances are it's got a shorter barrel and it's got a pistol brace on it. They're just very, very common. ATF just did a 180 and said, oh no, 
we changed our mind. You may have bought this thing thinking it's legal. You may have it on your rifle thinking it's legal. It's now an unregistered short-barreled rifle, and you need to register it as such within 120 days, or you're a felon. And so they, they are a looking at felon. felon. So you're and we're talking about ten years in federal prison. Good lord. Ten years is a is the top penalty for having an unregistered NFA firearm. NFA meaning. So if you buy something that you thought was totally legal yes. and you know, you're a busy person. Maybe you're somebody like my parents who doesn't follow, you know, things on social media all that often, you know, and you're kind of out of the loop sometimes. You could be going to federal prison just because you didn't know. The penalty is the same for having an illegal machine gun. If you have one of these braces on your on your wow. on your pistol that you have not registered, and 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 why a lot of people are upset is because they got a determination. The industry got a specific determination from ATF that these are okay, they're legal, and that's why people went out and bought them and used them. Now, do people use them as stocks? Do people use this as a get around? Yes, they do. But at the same time, they only did that because ATF told them it was legal. Now they're doing a 180, and there are uh, millions, millions of people out there trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. So if anybody wants to continue this conversation or if they've got questions for you, what's the best way to reach out? Yeah, RelfordLaw.com is the best way to get a hold of me, RelfordLaw.com. Guy Relford, the gun guy. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.